There's an anointing that flows where there is honor. The anointing will not flow where there's no honor. Now please hear me. I'm here to take your life to another level. The anointing will not flow where there is no honor. But if honor is there, there's an anointing that flows out of your pastor in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are listening to the Harvest Church Podcast. Here at Harvest, we love God, love people, and live with purpose. Our services are on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us. Now let's listen in to a message by our pastor's pastor, Bishop J.C. Hash. Father, we are forever grateful and we are forever thankful for the opportunity that you have given each of us to come to the house of God. And when we get a word from you that will lead us into the perfect will of God, all we need in this life is more of you and less of us. Send us a Holy Ghost revival, a revival of the Bible, that we all may grow in the things of God and represent you to the world in its fullness. Whatever good that take place will forever give your name the glory and the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone will say amen. Well, you may have a seat, please. I want to thank my son and my daughter, Pastor Corn, Mr. Corn. I've known them for a number of years, longer than I have known you. <laughs> they work with us full time for about 10 years almost. We've been together. We travel all over the world together. Everybody used to ask me, say, who's that white son of yours? I say, he's my, he came from my wife's side. Stand up, sweetheart. <laughs> but we have traveled. We, you name it, we've been there. And I'm honored to come here and see such a beautiful people, the praise team, and each of you and I, the way you do things here is excellent, second to none, to the Corn family, Miss Judy, all of you. We love you guys, and I've always looked forward to coming here to share with you something that the Lord has placed in my heart, and I believe it will have an impact upon your life. I believe this, and I'm going to leave it to you. I start my day out every day say, today is the best day of my life with God. This year is the best year of my life with God. Jesus said in Mark 10, 27, for with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. And I tell my church, and we make these confessions every day, believe in God and start expecting spiritual greatness, physical greatness, financial greatness, physical greatness, financial greatness, mental greatness, emotional greatness, social greatness, and a long, healthy, prosperous, peaceful life with God. Now, the Bible tells us in Psalms 85, verse 13, righteousness goes before you. Your words, your actions, and your attitude establish your future in God. Everybody say, I believe in faith. If your faith is not talking, it's dumb, but it ain't going nowhere. So much for that. I'll just say that to you. Start expecting. Your faith will never rise above your expectation. I'm not here to talk about faith, but I just want to let you know. Start communicating on a daily basis what you believe in God for. And in the future, you'll walk right into it. 
It may not happen instantly, but if you're consistent in saying and believing, God will bring you into your inheritance. So much for that. But I want to talk to you today. I noticed I asked my son, the theme for the year is living the life of honor. That's a great theme that God gave my son, Pastor Corn, to this church and allow me to talk to you this morning on God's honor system. The secret to yours of my life is finding the will of God and committing to it. God has an honor system that the church must follow if they're going to walk into the fullness of God. Now, I'm going to get into some things here, and I think will help you tremendously. This could be the greatest year of your life with God. Because when you're moving with God, you take your life out of the hand of some man. People can't control you if God is for you. And the secret to yours and my success is our relationship with God through his word. So if you will permit me, I will say a few things to you. Notice that statement on the screen there. This is so vitally important. We live in a generation that openly celebrates dishonor and disrespect. If you really want to get on television, do something foolish <laughs> in the flesh. That's contrary to the Bible, and they'll put you on national too, television. I see it all the time. There was a time that even sinners respected God, but today it's no longer there. Almost when you tell people that you are a Christian, you become an enemy right. to the world because right. you stand for God. But notice this next slide here, guys. It's so vitally important. A return to the biblical honor of our spiritual leaders, our parents, companions, and one another is an indispensable key that will release a new dimension of the blessings of God into the church, your life, your family, bring my Bible college. God sent me to Virginia, I mean to Winston-Salem to work with my dad. And I learned some things and I started applying those things. And when we first applied them, people couldn't comprehend it because they was natural. But see, all the things of God are supernatural. And the Bible says the natural mind of man understand it's not the thing of the Spirit of God. They're foolish and unto them. But to you and I, I believe God. So I know as I continue to apply faith to what God said and believe in my heart that it will come to pass, you'll walk right into it. And everything we said has become a reality. Everything. We had people come into our church and made mockery of some of the things we were saying because what we were saying was contrary to what they saw in the natural. You may not see it from right now, but it should continue in your ways because the Bible says, but we look not at the things that are seen but of the things which are not seen, for the things that are seen, they are temporal. You can't see it right now, but in due season, everything you believe God for will become a reality. We were saying we were rich, we were blessed, we were walking in the fullness of God, and the days of barely making, they were over. You were there when we was making those confessions. And everything we said has become a reality. Dead free. We're blessed beyond your comprehension. You'll be amazed how God has blessed us because we believe God. Even during the time of the pandemic, we were blessed. Our church came out ahead. 
We didn't go under. We went ahead because we stayed with God. We didn't let what was going on in the world stop us from obeying God. If you're wise, you would do the same thing. But the key to a successful life will be found and connected to God's honor system. One of the wisest things your pastor could have ever done is give you a theme, living the life of honor. I don't believe there's no one thing that is important as that one statement there. So let's look at this right here about God and this honor system. Notice there on the screen, 1 Samuel 2, verse number 30. Notice what God said. This is God talking to you and I. When you read the Bible, say, God is talking to me. You read the Bible like God is talking to you. And if you read out loud, you heard the audible voice of God talking to you because God will use your tongue to communicate his word. I'm talking to you now as a representation of God. If you believe it, it'll take your life to another level. When your pastor, your bishop stand up and speak, he's talking to you as the oracles of God. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 4, 11, if any man speak, our woman, let him speak as the oracles of God. How do I speak as the oracles of God? I believe the word. And I begin to speak that word, and God is communicating. See, God will use your voice to communicate his will. And when your voice is in line with God's will, great and wonderful things begin to happen. And here is God telling you and I, for them that honor me, I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Here is God, our Father, asking to be honored. He loves it when you honor him. He seeks it to be honored by you. And he will reward you if you will do it on a daily basis. But the power of what he said, notice there in verse number 35. Now, everyone needs to read that. Could you read it for me? Because I don't have, I can't see that screen back there, so I've got to open up my Bible. Verse, verse 72, verse number 30. Oh, I can read it. Notice what God said. And I will raise me up a faithful priest. Now read that, guys. This is what happens when you honor God. See, the Bible tells us, Revelation 1 and 5, he has made us kings and priests in the earth. So we are God's representation here in the earth as a priest. Jesus is the high priest, but we are priests here now representing God. And put it back. He said, I will raise me up a faithful priest that shall do according to that which is in my heart and in my mind. Notice what God said, and I will build him a sure house, and he shall walk before my anointed forever. Here is God talking to you and I if we will follow his honor system. He said, you will have a sure house, and you will walk before the anointed forever. You want that. Because it's the anointed that's going to bring you into your inheritance. And you are that person that he's talking about. See, we are priests unto God. 1 Peter 2, 5. We are a priest unto God. You have to do priestly ministry. What is priestly ministry? Ministering to the Lord. Doing the word of God. Committing the things of God. Doing priests unto God. Are you after it? Now, what I want you to know, notice this next slide there. The life of God flows through honor. I don't know of any one thing that's going to take you to another level. If you follow this principle, it says, rewarding my wife and I, our church. Now, God has given your bishop, your pastor, a theme that's going to bring this church into another dimension. I tell my people, we're living in a new dimension from the world. This is the world of a high, this is the year for a higher dimension. What are you expecting from God? You should be expecting great and wonderful things from God because now you're living in the Word, and the Word's going to take you, your family, the church, 
and everything to a higher dimension of the world. The life of God flows through honor. Now let me say this. Honor is the door to the supernatural. And building a culture of honor is a supernatural culture that every church, every family, every man, every woman, every business needs to focus on building. Building my life in my life is a culture of honor. Now, notice here, and let me walk through the Bible, give me a few minutes, and you will leave here a totally different person. Notice what the Bible stated there in Proverbs 26, verse number 1. As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not seemingly for a fool. How do you identify a fool? Jesus did in Matthew 7, 24. He said, he that hears my word and liken it and doing it is likened unto a wise man. Then he said in Matthew 7, 26, that he that hears my word and doeth it not is likened unto a foolish man. The same storms came to each one of the houses, but the one that was found on the word of God sustained the storms of life. Because everyone's going to face the storms of adversity somewhere in life. But if you're standing on the rock, is the word of God. If you're standing with God, no weapon that's formed against you will prosper and every tongue that rises against you will judge what it's going to be. This is your season. This is your hour. This is your day. And begin to expect great and wonderful things. For today is the best day of my life. This year is the best year of my life. How can you say that? Because I'm walking with God and God's going to make everything I believe and say become a reality because I'm lining up with his word. Are you out there? So tell your neighbor, don't act foolish on me now. Don't act foolish on me now. A fool will not listen to God. A fool will not heed to the word of God. But see, there's no fools because fools don't go to church as earlier on Sunday morning. So I'm talking to a house full of wise people. Thank God that I can come and talk to some house full of wise people. Look at them neighbors. Are you a wise thing? I know you're wise. But notice what the Bible said that there are also fools despise wisdom. And instruction, Proverbs 1, 7. Fools don't listen to instruction. But see, you're not a fool, so I found somebody I can talk to who was wise. Are you out there, guys? Tell your neighbor, this is the best day of your life. Something else, notice what the Bible stated. He said, the mouth of fools poured that foolishness. Proverbs 15, 2. The Proverbs 15, 2 said, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright. But the mouth of fools poured that foolishness. See, the fool has no control over their tongue. They just say anything, regardless of who offends or where it comes from. Something else makes fools don't honor one another. Fools destroy one another with their tongue. I'm glad we don't have no fools in this house, so God has something to build on. You can never build around a fool because he will tear down everything you do. He has no good. The fool see. He's a pessimist. He sees the bad and everything, and they build their life in it. But that's not you, amen. The scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes 5, 3, a fool's voice is known by his multitudes of words, many words. A fool never stops talking. You can't win an argument with a fool. And one way to shut up a fool's mouth is quick, don't respond to what he's saying. Didn't the Bible tell us in verse 4, God said, I have no pleasure in fools. A fool would tear down this house, or her house, with her mouth. But see, that's not you, amen. 
So let's look into this thing. Notice there in Lamentation 3, verse, uh, Lamentation 5, 12, princes are hung up by their hand. Why? Because the faces of the elders were not honored. See, honor is the key to the heart of God. Honor is a spiritual law that your soul. Honor enhances your life. If I ever taught you anything, Learn to respect your elders. Learn to respect your elders. I learned it early in my Christian life. Regardless of their status, learn to respect your elders. See, this young crowd today has no respect for the seniors. And that's, that's, that's a, I don't know, that'll work against you. Here God say the princess was hung. By the hand, because they had face of the elders were not honored. Don't buddy with a fool. And if you got a fool for your buddy, you will find you some new fools. <laughs> and the devil will plant fools in the church to stop the flow of the anointing, to stop the flow of the blessing. So when a fool come along and all he wants to do is talk about the negative things of life or what's going on, turn your ear, a deaf ear to that fool. Amen. Now, always remember, I'm going to take you through the Bible and share some things with you about God's honor system. Notice what the Bible stated there in Ephesians 6, verses 2 and 3. Honor their father and mother, which is the first commandment with promises. Respect your mother and your father by all means. And Verse 3 says, that it may be well with thee, that thou may live with a long life on the earth. Honor is expressed through your words, your actions, and your attitude. And God says, when you begin to honor your mother and your father, regardless of the past, don't live in the past, I don't care how bad it was, honor your mother, honor your father. Express it to them through your words, your actions, and your attitude. Don't live in the negative. I don't care what happened in the past. Make it a habit of honoring your mother, honoring your father, honoring your parents. Because the Bible says, if you honor your parents, what happens? You'll live a long, prosperous, helpful life with promises. All this God is asking you to do, whatever he say do, just do it. And I, live, I will live a long time. Because the one thing I did when my parents was living, I always honored them. But I do that same thing today and as a pastor honoring my mother and my father but honoring the seniors in our church I don't know how many seniors you have in this church but whether they in this church but honor the older ones honor the seniors don't never disrespect them and I'm gonna cover something in a minute that's gonna help you this is why you should honor them the Bible say long life with blessings come from honor find some kind of way to honor Honor is expressed through your words, your action, and your attitude. Giving honor releases the life of God to any situation. If you want to have a prosperous life, build the culture of honor in Jesus' name. And let's look at the family, to the marriage. Notice what God stated there in Esther 120. All the wives shall give to their husband honor, both great and small. Ladies, I'm talking to you. You have to honor your husband. Regardless of his status in life, practice honors in him. When you honor him, his abilities go to another level. His self-esteem goes to another level. 
One way to get the best out of your husband or the man or the men in your life, start honoring them. There's something about when you honor someone, they'll go out of the way to make life pleasant for you. They do go the extra mile. And the key to a happy marriage, the key to a long-lasting marriage will be found in your honor through your words, your action, and your attitude. See, God knows life. He knows what's going to make a better man. He knows what's going to make a better woman. He knows what's going to bring the marriage and the family, even the church, to a higher level above the world. And he's given us his word. And as we give place to his word, that word will create a new life, a life of God on this, in, in you, and you begin to do things you never dreamed of going. But he didn't stop there. He had a word to the husband. Notice what he stated there in 1 Peter 3, verse 7. Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them, your wife, according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. He spoke to the wife. Now he's talking to the husband. See, when you honor your wife, grace is poured into your marriage, to your home, and into your family. And then the Bible tells us in Psalms 45 too, grace is poured upon your lips. Grace brings you into the favor of God. And God is showing you and I how we can tap into the favor of God in our family, in our home, in our church. Is bringing honor back to the forefront. Build a culture of honor in the church. Build a culture of honor in the family. Build a culture of honor in your relationship. Learn to express honor to one another in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And see, if you don't honor your wives, your prayers will be hindered. You can't get a breakthrough when you're praying in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me run through this a little fast. I got to go a little faster. Marriages fail because of lack of honor. Prayers are hindered because of lack of honor. Next slide. Churches fail because of lack of honor. Friendship fail because of lack of honor. Families fail because of what? Lack of honor. The devil knows how to stop the blessings of God. Bring dishonor to the family through your words, your actions, and your attitude. And then they tell us in 1 Peter 2, 17, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king, which is the president. You may not agree with the president, but you don't have the right to tear him down. I don't care what party he is. The Bible commands us to honor those in authority. So don't be careful how you use your mouth. You may not agree with a person, but that's not give you the right to tear them down with your tongue because the Bible says we honor one another. We honor the president, our king. He didn't put party there. He put leaders there, simple as that. And then he comes down to your pastor. Stand up, bishop, pastor. I keep calling you bishop, pastor Corn. Stand up, mister. Stand up. They're my sons and daughters. I can call them by their first name. Amen. Pastor Corn, pastor Miss. Turn around. Let the people look at you. I want to say something. Thank you. They look good, don't they? Yeah, they look like their mama. <laughs> Here's what the Bible says. Go back about your pastor. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and the doctrine. It's the only place in the Bible that God speaks about double honor. Everywhere else, when you talk about everybody else, he says, give honor. But when it comes to your pastor, he said, you ought to bestow double honor upon him. Now, next slide. Double honor is to be given to your pastor. Why? Because honor attracts the anointing. 
And it's the anointed that breaks yokes. See, he has an assignment from God to watch over the flock. And if he lay hands upon you and your head is big and don't get no smaller, you need to check out your words in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because there has been anointed on him. The anointed is placed on your leader. And every devil that come in this house, he has an anointing on him to break that yoke. And the only reason that yoke will not be broken, you have said something that you shouldn't have said. So you can break the power of the, with your mouth. But he's anointed. They are anointed to break yokes. That's the assignment of a pastor who was an under-shepherd to Jesus to break every yoke through the anointing. Amen? Now see, this is what you got to realize. Double honor shall be sold to watch your pastor in your words, your actions, and your attitude that whatever touches you, there's an anointing on his life that will break that yoke in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen? Notice that next slide. Anointing. Anointing breaks. Thank you, Baxon. The anointing Breaks yokes, heals, and releases the blessing. When he speaks, he speaks as the oracles of God. He's releasing God through his words, his action, his attitude. And if you believe it, and if you honor him, everything that he has spoken will become a reality in your life. I'm a blessed man today because I learned the value of honoring my parents and honoring my leaders, leaders, leaders. I notice there, the life of God, which is the anointed, reverses the curse, confronts the, confronts the curse. Now, honor is a decision that you choose. Honor. Next slide. I got to move. Those who honor you qualify themselves for a close relationship. Those who honor you disqualify themselves from a close relationship. Right here is the key to the anointing or will be found in how you honor. Honor brings the best out of a relationship. There's an anointing that flows where there is honor. The anointing will not flow where there's no honor. Now please hear me. I'm here to take your life to another level. The anointing will not flow where there is no honor. But if honor is there, there's an anointing that flows out of your pastor in the name of the Lord Jesus. Next line, I'm trying to, honor can be displayed in your words, your actions, and your attitude, even through your thoughts. Don't entertain a thought that's those dishonor your pastor, your wife, your husband, or one another, because that's the devil. Don't never entertain a thought that's going to dishonor one another. We always encourage, we always esteem one another more highly than ourselves. When I talk about you, I want to find the good to speak about you. When you think about the church, find the good to talk about the church. Elevate people with your words. Elevate your leader with your words. Elevate your wife or your husband with your words. Never use your words to tear down someone else in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, honor is a seed that you sow into your future. The door to the anointing will be found how we honor one another. Now, here in Jesus' life, I want to give a good illustration. Notice there are Mark 6, verses 4 through 6. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin, and in his own house. See, there was no honor given to Jesus in his own country, around his relatives, in his own house. No respect. There's a danger when you become familiar with your leader because you could lose, your, you lose that anointing or you lose respect. Don't want to. I, I, you know, I could say a whole lot there, but I don't want to get in trouble, so I'll just move on. Verse number five. Notice what happened because they didn't honor Jesus. He could there do no mighty work, 
except that he laid his hand upon a few sick folks and healed them. Verse 6, and he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the village of teaching and didn't notice right there as I move into this thing, uh, first bullet point, Jesus could do no mighty works there in his own town for, for, for lack of armor. He wasn't withholding the anointing, rather he was restrained for lack of honor. Hear me, promise. I'm here to give you a word that will take your life to another level. Next slide. The Amplified Bible classes say he was not able to do one work of power, therefore, lack of honor. And Jesus marveled because of the unbelief, because there was no honor. In his own hometown and around his relatives and the people that grew up with him, there was no honor. And because there was no honor, there was no miracle. See, Jesus was known as the miracle worker because everywhere he went, there were healings. There were miracle signs and wonders. But when he came back home to Nazareth, the people he grew up with, there was no honor. His family, no honor. His friends, no honor. The people that grew up with him, no honor. So therefore, their lack of honor put a close to the anointing. Don't let that happen here at Harvest. Honor your leader. He's sent to you by God. Honor your pastor. Honor his wife. But not only them, but honor one another. Make it a habit. Build a culture of honor. And if you build a culture of honor in your family, in your home, in your personal life, here in the church, you will open yourself to miracles, signs, and wonders. Because where there's honor, there's a display of the supernatural in the name of the Lord Jesus. But always remember... Always remember this one thing for sure. Honor is the door to the supernatural. Now notice right there the next slide, Mark 7, 6. Jesus further said, he answered and said unto them, Well, has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites? He said, as it is written, he said, these people honor me with their lips. He said, but their heart is far from me. And that is vitally important. He was talking about the people in his hometown. They would say they honor him. He said, but their heart was not in what they were saying. Amen. See, this is the key. Next slide, please. Honor from the heart attracts the anointed. Because from the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. You can say, I love you all day. And then turn your back and dishonor me. You might as well shut your mouth up. Honor is more than just words. Your heart, your words, your action, and your attitude identify you. When honor is the driving force and it's expressed, there is no limit to the goodness of God in your marriage, your family, your life, your ministry, and even your relationship. The key to the greatness of God will be found in how we honor one another. Husband, honor your wives. Wives, honor your husband. Harvest, honor one another. Race has nothing to do with it. It's not a matter. It's not about the color of someone's skin. In Christ, there is no race. We are one. We have one blood, one kindred, one tongue. And quit honor just people in your group. No, no, no. You got to even honor the people that's not on your corner. Learn to respect people. People didn't choose what race they're going to be in. I've learned that. 
I've learned that. And the sooner you learn that, other races, not your enemy, honor them. And if you got friends that always want to tear down someone else's race, no, 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 that ain't God. God said we ought to esteem one another very highly. Philippians 2, make it a practice of honoring your husband. You're changing, honoring your wife. You'll change her, honor one another. You'll change them, and by all means, honor your pastor. And you'll be amazed of the anointed that comes on this life. It will heal you. It will deliver you. It will take your family. It will take your marriage. It will take your business to another level because you chose to do it God's way. Amen. And notice right there, honor is the secret to the favor and the heart of God. You really want to tap into the favor of God? Start honoring one another. And the next slide, when you pour the oil of honor on someone, eventually the oil will flow back to you. Because as a man soweth, so shall he reap. Always remember, honor is a spiritual law that you sow into your future. Honor God, honor your companion, honor one another, and by all means, honor your pastor with a double honor. Double honor will bring you into the prosperity of God. The secret to our life is living a life of honor. If you were purposed to live and make a decision, and it would be wise if you just tell your husband, I have dishonored you with my words, my actions, my attitude. Will you forgive me? Because nothing's going to happen until you repent. Jesus said if you have altar against your neighbor, leave your gifts at the altar and you get things right. So I had to go to my wife and say, honey, I told my wife, I said, honey, if I dishonored you in your word, my words, my actions, forgive me. And she said the same thing to me. Don't be afraid to say it. The children need to say it to the parents. The parents need to say it to the children. And we need to say it to one another. Let's bring honor. Let's build a culture of honor here at Harvest as we are doing that St. Peter. My wife, Joy, and I with our family, we're bringing our kids together because the key to the harvest of God, the key to the blessings of God, the key to the anointing of God will be found in a culture of honor. I like to believe, I know this is a great church. I have no doubt about it. The Spirit of God is here. You have great leaders. Now, I believe God gave you, Pastor, that theme, because I remember when we built our sanctuary, a new sanctuary at St. Peter's, 3,200 seat. Really, though, and before I went in there, before we went in there, I fasted and prayed three days and three nights on the altar there. I just wanted to get before God and find out, give me a word to start this house out. And what God spoke to my heart after three days and three nights of fasting in there by myself, God told me personally, he said, bring honor back to the church and you will see my glory. I passed that word down to you, Harvest, to the family, to the sales, to the small groups. Bring honor back. You hear me? Bring honor back. Do you hear me? Stand up. Bring, stand up, yeah. Bring up, yeah, you too, both of you. Both, just stand right there where you are. Stand right there. All the men stand up. Men stand up. I charge you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bring honor back to your marriage. Lift your hand to God. I'm sent here by God. I'm not trying to find a place to preach. Man, I got more to do when I have time. But I believe I'm here because God sent me here. And God gave me this word, the honor system of God. I charge you, men, in the name of the Lord, you honor your wives. 
Honor your mother and your father. Honor your pastor with a double honor, and you will see the glory of God. For this is the day of the Lord. This is the year of the Lord, and the key to the greatness of God, the key to the anointing of God that will break yokes in your life, the yoke of poverty, the yoke of sickness, the yoke of lack of understanding of the lack, that yoke, because you are charged to bring your wife and your children into a greater life. God wants you to have the best, because Jesus said, I am come that you may have life and have it more in the bundle. So I stretch my hand. As you stretch your hand up to God, I stretch my hand to you, and I decree the blessings of the Lord to be upon you and your household. And I decree the blessings of the Lord to be upon this house. And I decree the blessings of the Lord to be upon you and your business and your life. Personally, in the name of the Lord, I'm asking the ladies to stand up right now. Men, you continue to stand. Continue to stand. Ladies, stand up. I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus, God's blessings of your life. Bless your husband with honor. Start honoring him and you'll have a new husband. Wives, honor your husband as God commands us to. Honor one another. Honor one another. Honor your pastor. Stand beside Pastor Misty. Stand beside Pastor Corn. Honor them. Honor them continually and you will see the glory of God. And by all means, honor one another. I grant you one thing. If you bring honor back to your marriage, we're into the divorce court. No one's going to walk away from someone that will honor them. So let us represent God in honoring our wives, honoring your husband, honoring one another, honoring your pastor. And the days of burly making, they are over and you will see the glory of God. To you single people, learn early how to honor. And God will bring that husband to you. God will bring that wife to you. God will bring that person that you've been praying about if you establish your life in honor. Because God said, I am come that you may have life and have it more in abundance. I bless this house. I bless your family. I bless this congregation in Jesus' name. Be blessed in the name of the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. If this message was a blessing to you, make sure to share with your friends and leave us a review. For more information about who we are and where we are located, check out our website, harvest-triad.com.